This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to Ocho Man Behind the Eight Ball, only on lineupmedia.fm. Without further ado, the one, the only, Ocho Man. Hola, hola, muchachos, my friends. It's the Ocho Man Behind the Eight Ball, and we got a special show today. I hope you guys are sitting down and uh we got we i i mean it's something exciting because uh this whole ghost thing it's halloween time coming around the corner and uh sarah hooked us up with these two great people uh sharon sharon nice to have you on the show she's the owner of mcpike mansion that's where we'll be and we got gary gary you're part of this whole mcpike thing as well yes uh we do haunted tours and haunted tours haunted tours now, Sharon, when did you decide, uh, I mean, is this McPike Mansion part of your family tree, or this uh, McPike Mansion you just bought into, and uh, it's been part of you for, you gave a little look there. What's going on with that? <clears throat> um, actually, uh, when my daughter, our daughter was a freshman in high school, uh, we kept driving by seeing the auction sign, and so the day the auction I called my husband and said, come on home, I want to go to this auction. We were late, as we always are. And um, so he did not know I was going to bid. And in my mind, they went, well, our house is so worth so much, I can bid so much. So when they lowered the bid to $25,000, I started raising my hand, and we won the bid at $42,000. And our daughter, again, a freshman in high school, said, Mom, do you realize what you just we're going to eat bread and water for the next 10 years and I won't get to go to college. Hmm. And so I'm happy to announce that the good news is she's done with college and we don't eat bread and water on Wednesdays now. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> How long ago was that? That was in 1994. 1994. Now, did anyone mention to you while you're bidding, hey, uh, Sharon, this, this house is haunted. This house is haunted. Don't, <laughs> don't bid on this house. Uh, no, no one mentioned that. and um, That wasn't in the brochure, huh? No. Okay. No, and I didn't know it was haunted. I wasn't too excited when I found out because I'm basically a chicken. I don't watch scary movies. Now, how did you find out? Uh, actually, a couple of days after the auction, this gal talked to me or called me and said it was haunted. And really, she really kind of scared me, actually. <laughs> And um, also about four days after uh, we bought the house, I had a dream about my grandmother who had passed on. And in this dream, I could see her vividly. And I said, oh, Grandma, I don't know what I did. This might really affect my family. You know, I was really concerned, you know, about how it might affect my family financially. And uh, in the dream, she says, it will be okay. Really? So I've always trusted that. Yeah. So, um, but no, I didn't know. And so when I first owned the house, I used to go in the house and say out loud, "Uh, listen, you guys, if you want this house fixed up, you better not scare me because if you scare me, I'm out of here. Right. So, so no, I wasn't too thrilled. Now, how did you run into Gary with uh, this whole McPike mansion, how you guys uh, 
work things out with. Uh, I, I guess uh, you take care of the mansion as well. I mean, you take uh, care of you know, like anything that breaks down or no, no, no. no what, tell uh, us a little bit about here. Well, I used to hang around with a group that um, was local psychic. Mm-hmm. You know, get together, we'd go on, you know, investigations and that kind of thing. And, uh-huh. and uh, from the beginning, we were hanging out at the McPike Mansion. Of course, in those days, you were able to go into any part of it you wanted to. And, uh, of course, I was a tour guide with them. And every year, we stop at the McPike Mansion as one of our stops, along with others. But... Um, I've just been hanging out with Sharon and the big bike ever since, so to speak. Right. So uh, you were part of a group before. I mean, you you did this uh, professionally, tracking down ghosts and stuff like that it, when you introduced yourself to Sharon. I've hunted ghosts for years. Really? That's interesting. That's interesting. So when you first walked into McPike, did you feel... Any presence or anything like that that you said, you know what, there's there's some strange stuff going on here. Well, it was not a matter of, you know what, it was a matter of, holy cow, there's a lot going on here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The McPike hits you square between the eyes. Really? As soon yeah. as you walk in? Some places are mild. Some places will knock you down. Well, this is one of those knock you down type places. Wow. Wow. It's I, very active, and the energy is, you know, it, it can range. I will say that. I mean, sometimes ghosts just get tired, you know. <laughs> but you can walk in there on a busy day, and, you know, every hair on your, on your arms is standing up, up the back of your neck, you know, goosebumps, and the whole nine yards. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, whenever we got Sarah, she's uh, she's here right now. Hey. And uh, Sarah said, hey, we're going to. We're going to be at McPike Mansion. I was like, well, what are you talking about? Because <laughs> I just brought it up vaguely. Hey, it'd be kind of cool if we did something like that. And Sarah, she set up everything, and we're really, really excited about so October exciting. 19th. Yeah, here. really excited. Spooky, spooky. I'm already freaked out, I think, a little. If you guys uh, haven't heard, I'm sure you have from our past shows, we are going to be at the McPike Mansion in Alton, and uh, this is going to be October 19th. Uh, the folks here, they've uh, given the place to us for, I don't know, for uh, for four or five. Yeah. I, as long as, uh, as, long as, as, long as we as can we take we, it. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and uh, and uh, it's going to be interesting because I've never done anything like this. And uh, listening to uh, Sharon and, uh, and Gary when we weren't hooked up to the microphone, I mean, they, they're talking about uh, – Stuff that just casually happens, man, and yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of freaked out by that, you know. Because so excited, so, we're ready to see some stuff for sure. Well, so Sharon, uh, it's or Gary, I mean, do you guys uh, when you're sleeping or anything, and you just say, you know what, I, I don't think I want to get up, get water. I'm too. I, I'd be like Scooby Doo, <laughs> right? I'd be under that bed cover. I wouldn't get out of there. <laughs> no, I've. I mean, I know Sharon has been in the house by herself. And I've walked through it by myself at three o'clock in the morning. Uh huh. You know, you can feel the ghost gathering up behind you. And what does it feel like? Uh, yeah, good question. The most common way you're going to experience a ghost is by feel. Okay. Okay. So the old. So you know, like the tingling or like hair exactly, standing up. Exactly. The old up, adage of feel goosebumps on your arms and yeah, hair standing up. You know, on the back of your neck, 
that's the most common way anybody's going to experience a ghost. You go through the McPike Mansion. You're so. not going to feel like a tap, though, are you? Well, no, no you can feel no. that, too. Uh, Could you? Yeah. Uh, I had a lady on a tour group in there. We were down in the old wine cellar of the McPike. And mind you, she had straight hair. Right. And she kept saying, because we were in there in the dark, and she kept saying, I feel like something's touching my hair. Um, nobody was near her, right? Right. We turned the lights back on. The back of her hair was braided. Oh, I'd have to oh. ask. I'd have to ask where she was sitting. I think she was sitting in the back, wasn't she? Uh, it was toward where the light is now in that back corner. Right. Right in there. Right. That's our, our trickster, Jenny. Yeah. But the lady's hair was actually braided. Her I love when you guys talk, when you talk the about the ghosts. I know. I know. It's great. Well, you get it over enough. Well, they have yeah. names. Right. Real names. You, yeah. you get it over the years. You have enough people who are sensitive to it who can pick up things and they'll come through and they'll say, you know, I'm picking up the name Jenny or, right. you know, and after a while you just start calling them that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's a question. I, I think everyone wants to know this too. What's the story? Because you know. After you've been living there and you bought the place, what's the story behind Mick Pike's mansion that's that has all these uh, spirits in there? Which one? Well, well I mean, uh, there's got to be something that went okay, down there. And, 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 and like, are they all related? The First. family? Um, well, no, I don't necessarily think they're all related, but okay. we have done a lot of research, so that's why we know some of the names. But um, at any rate, there's various reasons why they're there. Uh, some people, there's kind of three three theories on that. They're there because they want to be there. Like, I think Henry's there and probably Paul because they want to be there. And then there's um, perhaps unfinished business, which I do believe there's unfinished business there. Like, when you say that. unfinished business, what do you mean by that? Like, maybe there's a truth that a spirit wants known, and then maybe they'll go on, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And then, you know... And so they're kind of waiting for that story to be told? Right. And so when the story's told, then is it safe to say then they would leave, maybe? They might. Yeah? They might. Now, we don't know that, sir. I mean, she's just assuming they might leave. (laughs) They might leave. Was Um, there a murder there or anything like that? We don't know that. We don't know that. Nope. As far as we know, there was nothing tragic that happened there. There is no proof of that. We do know that a few people died in the house. Like Henry's mother-in-law, Eliza, died in the house in 1873. We know that because of the newspaper, really. His father, John Mountain, died in the house in 1876. Uh, Henry, I believe, died in the house in 1910. And uh, I'm not sure about Paul Washinger, whether he, he was in the, that was the late, like 1948, 1950, somewhere in there. I don't know if he died in the house or not. But he and Shuggy were the last people to live there. That was my understanding that he did. Well, and when I brought up, like, when I was asking, so when the story is told, do they leave? I guess following up with that, do you, did you, do you have ghosts that were there that aren't there now? Well, I think we've done some releasing of spirits. So I'd have to say, yes, that some have probably left. Okay. When you guys do all these uh, seance, I mean, there's got to be people that go in parties that do stuff like that. Does it, I mean, is there any way of getting out the truth to what's going on with these spirits? I mean, have you tried to make contact with them to find out why they're there or what happened? Mm-hmm. And and they, they don't open up on, on that note, do they? 
to tell you or try to make it known why they're there and why they haven't passed on? Sometimes spirits will do that, but not always. Right. Sometimes they are just there because, well, like she was talking about Henry Gethman Pike. He built it. It's his house. He loved it. He doesn't want to leave. It's his house. Right. Why should he? Right. <laughs> you know, doesn't matter if she owns it or somebody else lived there. It's his house. Now, how much does uh, religion uh, play a role in this, too? I mean, I mean, if someone walks in there, if a, if a priest walked in there with a cross, with a big cross in his hand, and uh, he, he started giving some sort of uh, prayers and stuff, how would the spirits react to that? You know what I honestly believe? Tell me. I don't care what you do. If a ghost doesn't want to leave, it's not going to go. Well, and I do want to say that originally uh, when I bought the house, um, the gal that scared me said, you know, that it had a really, really bad reputation and that I should call Antoinette. This was in 94 and talk to her. So I did somehow figure out how to get a hold of, of Antoinette and talk to her. And we actually did a house cleansing and cleansing and purifying and house blessing we did actually do that many many years ago i mean you can get rid of some negative stuff but you know i liked what you we had a side conversation before when you were talking about the person the personalities of the ghost Mm -hmm. and i i don't know that's just really stuck with me since we've talked because like you said in real life there's people are just jerks right and people are just not nice it's the same with ghosts they're no different so sometimes they get a bad rap you know of being like you know, bad ghosts, but it's not necessarily that they're bad. They just have, like, maybe not the best personality still. um, Yeah, I'm sure you've met people in life that are very stern and, you know, matter of a fact. Or jokesters or whatever. But they're going to be the same when they go to the other side. Yes. They're they're just you and I without a body anymore. Yeah, right. Sharon, how did that go when you brought this uh, religious person in? I mean, how did the how you did mean the, how did the house blessing go? Yeah, did the vibe know. change at all, or? Well, I think it was fine, and actually, it was after that that I saw Paul Loschinger in the window. It was after the house blessing, and we didn't live next door. Then I came up, got this big chill as I walked between the two trees, and looked up and saw a man in the window, and I went, "Am I really seeing this?" So I walked over to the bird feeder, and. I looked up again, and I saw a man with a striped shirt and a tie-on. Now, I hadn't seen any pictures of anyone at that point. But I do believe that that was Paul Hoshinger. And actually, his shirt looked kind of pinkish color. So Was he smiling, or was he what, what type of face did he have? I mean, what, was I, he I just looking at I probably was too scared to even. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I just. That would be me. I'm not I don't looking. Know if he was, I'll look, but not that close. <laughs> yeah, I just remembered the striped shirt and the tie, I think. But, yeah, and I saw him one other time down in the cellar, too. Hmm. Wow. And I've seen Henry's shadow several, you know, in the cellar. What about you, Gary? You look like you're about to tell us some more stories here. <laughs> oh, Lord. There's hundreds of now you said Well, yeah. you said in the cellar and seeing his shadow. So when I was there, I went on the Halton, you know, the Alton tour in, in the cellar. And that's what happened. We saw like the silhouette mm-hmm. in the cellar. Yeah. And we were with you. I was with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just so everybody knows, Sarah went on a tour with us last year. And that's how I she, did not know that. That's how she uh, 
viewed the McPike and yes. experienced it. Um, there are so many stories about the McPike. I think if Sharon and I just sat and started talking, well, your show's not long enough. Every does does something happen <laughs> every day there? Are they always there? They're always there. I can tell when they're around. What, I like, can tell you ladies should not cuss. I can tell you that. I was just going to say, what riles them up? What gets them going? People. Well, no. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, they like visitors to the house. Um, they don't like trying to find their skeletons in the... That They don't like that. They like when people... Now, what like, do you mean by that? Well, all of us have skeletons in our closet. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to tell that. They don't want to tell that either. But they like having visitors there. They do like that. They like to be acknowledged. So the more you acknowledge them, the more they're going to participate. The ghosts have boundaries. They want. They want you. They want to. Mm-hmm. You know. They want to hear their story, but they don't want us to go too far. Right. Well, would you? No, I'm just saying. Okay. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, it's I mean, just, it's not any different. Go, I guess that's what I'm trying well, to say. Well, absolutely. But I think the general population views ghosts as this woo, you know, type of thing. Well, and you I still think, do, sir. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> besides me. <laughs> right. Well, to give you an example. Um, she mentioned But Paul. they're getting a bad rap, I guess is my point. <laughs> yeah, but she had mentioned Paul. Um, he's a permanent resident, if you will, mm-hmm. of the house. And from our understanding, when he was alive, he loved people. He used to like to entertain, have guests over. He still does. Now, he is one of the spirits that I've been able to call up to the front door. And um, I did it kind of <laughs> by accident one night. You know, somebody's, oh, I wish we could see something, blah, blah, blah. And we're standing out, out front, what, a good 20 feet away where that fence is. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sharon had the lights on shining in the front door so people could look in. I just turned around and I yelled out, hey, Paul, it's Gary. And I said, I got a tour group here. I would just love to meet you. Why don't you come on up? And the whole front door filled in with a dark shadow. Wow. Ah. So he still likes company. Right. You know, he's still just the same as he was. So when you said ladies no cussing what do you mean by that like what's the story behind that uh the story behind that is that uh somebody had broken this was several years ago and so george and i went in to kind of repair that and it was kind of dusk and so i said oh let's just let it go till tomorrow george that's my husband and um a piece of a piece of the ceiling kind of fell and almost hit George. So I said a cuss word, <laughs> and as soon as I said that, I knew immediately that someone had walked up alongside of me, and that was an indication to me. I mean, it was immediate. I knew exactly that ladies are not supposed to cuss. That is not ladylike. Hmm. I knew that well, that's, immediately. That's, we might be in that's, trouble. <laughs> that's your that's your area. They don't mind guys cussing, do they? I don't know. Sounds, I, you know, I just like don't. Think what that a double that. standard those ghosts. Well, I don't no, think that. I was love them. That time period. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. It, it was a different time period. Well, if you're talking the 1800s, you know, ladies were prim and proper. And, sure. And. Uh, some, want, some gentlemen work. I wonder what happened there, though. I mean, there's got to be some some something that went down. That, Tragic. That these uh, spirits are still there, and and you guys, uh, 
Well, let's let's face it. I mean, you guys have made uh, a nice uh, business out of it as well. And uh, do these uh, ghosts ever uh, feel like you know what? Enough. I we don't want all these people coming in and violating I, our uh, house. But you said, Gary, Gary you yeah, said that yeah. they they enjoy it though. You say the more the like mm-hmm. the more people that come through, they start to feed off they, that energy. They feed they off do. the energy, but by the same token, I do think they get tired. They I mean, do we've get tired. taken tour groups there. Absolutely nothing's happened. You can feel them. Right. But it's kind of like just a very mild, like a mi- difference between a mild breeze and a hurricane. Right. You know, just a mild breeze, like, oh, they're around, but they're just not strong enough tonight to let us know. Well, again, even the most outgoing person, they need a break sometimes. Yeah, they need their space. Right. And it is like Gary said, if they were, if they're, if they were good in real life, they're good in spirit life. You know, I had a, a former nun tell me that years ago hmm. so what about um sometimes you hear stories about like sexual things that happen anything like that ever happened there or have you guys heard of heard of that no 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 didn't even cross my mind guys uh, that that was all her on that <laughs> one too well you know i mean you've heard about the whole like paralysis and you know when have you guys heard of that like when you're lying in oh, bed yeah. and you start to wake up yeah. and you know so i've heard stories surrounded like a succubus and yes yeah yeah so yeah nothing 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 okay i've never run uh-huh. into that anywhere i've been a succubus explain what is that you know i'm trying to remember the difference a succubus and it was an incubus I don't know. Gary. One's the male, one's the female. I forget how it goes, to be honest, because I read it once, and then it's one of those things you just kind of put out of your mind because right. I've never seen it. Yeah, and I don't know if I necessarily believe in it. So you yeah. just kind of shake it off. I just happened when you were mentioning. I had to sit here and think for a minute and try to remember the name, you know, because that's from way distant yeah. past. Now, is it true that the ghost can attach to you and come with with us, like when we leave? Well, I want to say that this. Too. I think that that's a possibility, but it's also possible that people bring in negativity with mm-hmm. them. Yeah. They can also have spirits attached to them and bring that in with them. Okay. Well, we, we've got one negative dude. <laughs> well, I've, I've heard of instances... Um, you know, not just the McPike, other locations I've been to where somebody will say, you know, we went there and the ghost came home with me, hung around for a couple hours and then left, so assume it went back. But let's just say, well, like you, Sarah, I do know that this other location had a, a male ghost there that absolutely loved blonde women. Hmm. Okay? I mean, he would pick them out of the crowd. Yeah. And do so, what? So, I mean, he may just hang out with you. Yeah put his arm around you you know oh, that Lord. kind of thing i would die <laughs> a flirt yeah so he may you follow go. you home sure hang out for a couple hours and it's like yeah she's not a gonna peep, pay attention a peeping I'm tom going back. Yeah, yeah i'm going back <laughs> well but also that's a reason that you protect yourself and um i know antoinette i'm assuming gary still does this too you know with the holding yourself in white light um we use sage you know we we uh sage everybody sandy does our our shaman so, so we're, we're going to be doing ways, that that night well there are ways to protect yourself no. and okay. it's not that the spirits won't show up but it is a way of protecting you is there a certain time of the night that uh got more action more more uh it's random huh no i've been there at four in the morning midnight on halloween i mean i've been there in all times of day and night and no 
I've always heard the two three a.m. hour is super active. I don't. I mean, that just could well, be. Well, that's supposed to be when the, the veil is the thinnest. I believe. Yeah, right. The witching hour. Yes, the witching hour. So when you say the veil is the thinnest, what does that mean exactly? Between our realm and theirs. Right. Okay. And I can cross over easier. But these ghosts are already here. They're not crossing over from anywhere. They're right. in the house. Okay. And we do believe that they have a choice as to whether they want to cross over or not. We have asked Henry that. Really? Anything, any type of response or? Well, um, still Hen- Henry chooses to stay. He does choose to stay. Wow. Wow. Now, you've said to me that, uh, Gary, that uh, you're a ghost catcher. What the hell does that mean? How do you catch a ghost? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can't uh, lasso something like that. Well, here, all right, let's go take a minute to explain. Um, first of all, I've never heard of anybody else who can do what I do. I found out completely by accident. Um, doing an investigation with Antoinette, the psychic that she had mentioned. And we were in an old building in Alton, up on the second floor, um, walking along, and, and there was an old desk sitting off in a corner in this very large room. And, and, and then Antoinette mentioned that somebody was sitting at the desk, and then over to her left, she said somebody's over there in that corner too. So she started heading toward the desk. I just walked the other way. I walked over, and... I could feel a presence there, and I put my hand out and touched it. And when I did, it stayed right in the palm of my hand. And I had the hand tingling the whole nine yards, and and uh, I just said, "Hey, you're right. There was, there is one over here." I said, "I've got it right here." And she looked over and she goes, "What do you mean you've got it?" And I said, "Well, I'm holding it." And she said, "You can't hold them; they leave." I no it's right here come on over and they came over they could actually touch it and feel it now this lady very prim and proper usually especially when she first knowing people you would never hear a um, curt word out of her mouth and uh, she just kind of looked at me and she goes how in the hell are you doing that i said i have no idea and I just held on to it. They were able to communicate with it and everything. And she goes, let go and see if he leaves. And I let go and took off. But oh my it gosh. couldn't go until I let go. Huh. Now, since then, I've done it thousands of times. I was going to say, when I was on the tour with you, we were in one of the buildings. And you said, okay, like this opportunity may present itself. And you said, I have one. Come over. You guys come over here and you can feel. And we could definitely feel like the temperature change like in – um, you know, where you were standing, mm-hmm. and that's what you were doing. Yeah, you know, some people will reach out, and they say it feels like, you know, a balloon. Yeah. They can feel the air pressure, but there's no balloon. You just reach over, and it's like all of a sudden a solidness to the air. I'm a total believer, but I, at that point, I didn't feel anything. But, I mean, you know. Not everybody does. Not, I mean, I just couldn't. But not everybody a does. couple of my friends did, but I just, I couldn't. You know, the, and I cannot always catch one. I tell everybody they do have to be within arm's reach. Right, <laughs> right. I, I, got, I got something to tell you guys. This is, and I don't know if uh, anything like this has happened, but we bought a house. I lived in New York. We bought a rundown house, and Dad just fixed it up. And, and um, I would hear noises. I, m- me and my sister would sleep in the same room. She, she had her little bed there. I had mine there. We were little kids, and... 
And we'd always hear someone walking in the hallway. And my parents' room was on the other side. And uh, this this damn thing was creepy. And uh, I, I told my sister, I go, D- did you hear anyone walking? She goes, yeah, I heard. It's probably dad. So then one time I heard our door. We always closed our door and we heard just like that. Three, three door. I mean, it, it, it's kind of freaking me out. And... Uh, and I said, sis, did you hear that? And she goes, yeah. And we close our heads, and it's dark. And then I open my uh, blanket just to, just to look up, and I see a shadow of someone above me just hanging, like hanging on the suicide type of hang. Oh, my gosh. And uh, years went by, and my mom, you know, they're, they're, they passed away, but my mom said to me, you know, that house that you always talked about, and I go, yeah, that was that was that was unbelievable. You kept saying there's nothing there, and there was always something happened. A guy in the attic that owned the house hung himself. What? I swear wow. on my mother's grave. That's what she said to me, and uh, to this uh, very day, uh, you know, I I I just I just have like when I talk to these guys, I I just picture their ghosts as. Mm-hmm. Nothing like this entity that I I was yeah. dealing with because this one, I I think was I feel like uh, it was dark. He was very depressed. Ugh, yeah, his, his whole life he had to be uh, not happy because I'd go upstairs to that attic and I just walk around and I would feel something. I I get the hell out of there. I'd run back downstairs and and then I I I seen that man. It was it was crazy. That what, is so creepy. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? Huh. That's kind of crazy. That's so stuff. crazy. Do you know they say children can right. see ghosts oh, better yes. than adults anytime for a couple of reasons. But the main one, you think about it, when you're growing up, kid starts talking about, oh, I have this imaginary friend, and you know, or I you know, think there's a ghost. And most parents will say, oh, there's no such thing right. as a ghost. Absolutely. They, they mentally beat it out of you, right. your ability to see them. Kids have an unbiased look at it because well, they just it, see what's yeah. there. It's that instinct and that intuition. And I think we all somewhat struggle with that. We have it, mm-hmm. but people tell you that it's not real. And so then you don't use it. And when you don't exercise it and use it, you lose it. Yep. Exactly. Like any muscle, especially the right. one between your ears. <laughs> I really don't think I want my kid to study the art of <laughs> hanging with a ghost either, though. I mean, I, I'd you like You don't want me to come over and normalize I, that for the kids? <laughs> I got to right. tell you this. I have two daughters. Uh-huh. Okay. They're older now. When they were little, I would take them down to an, an old uh, temple down in Alton where I saw my first full-blown apparition. And one of them could see the ghosts. The other one could hear them, but hmm. they, they didn't share. I, one daughter could see them, couldn't hear them. The one that could hear them couldn't sure. see them. Yeah. They would travel that entire building, including the basement, by themselves when they were like five and eight. Wow. They'd go all over the building to look for ghosts. And, you know. <laughs> you said they were five and eight? Yeah. Wow. And it was funny. They were upstairs in, in the main floor up in the balcony mm-hmm. one time. And one daughter just started laughing. And she goes, what are you laughing about? And she goes. Well, she goes, you asked him something, and he started making fun of you. The one who could hear it, he started making fun of you, but you couldn't hear it. So, I mean, they would just work together and go all over the building and have a good time. Right. So some people are clairaudio, 
Mm-hmm. Um, like Sandy, our shaman, Sandy Corbo, Sandy Little Lizard, is more more clear audio, so she can hear what Henry's saying or some of the other spirits, you know, and she knows when they come into the room. Um, Henry appears darker than the dark, so you do, you know, see his his shadow. So, um, but anyway, so some people are clear audio, some people can see them. That's just the way it is. I think I'm like a feel, like I sense it, like I feel it. Is that something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even like when I would be looking for new homes, I'd walk into a new house and. I, you know, you would just, I'd feel the heebie-jeebies sometimes, you know, or I'd feel, or I'd feel really peaceful. Or I'd feel really calm. Like, I'll be honest, in my basement, now that I live, I, f- when I walk up the stairs sometimes, I feel like something's like walking with me. Like, not scary, but I definitely sense it. And then I just run <laughs> the rest <laughs> of the way. <laughs> I walk and then I run. But I just, I do, I, f- I sense it. And, but I think that that's just me in general. I think when I walk into a room, I can pick up people's energy. So it would probably wouldn't be any different from a ghost, right? About the same. Yeah. Now, people that are skeptic about all this, do they? I'm, I, I'm assuming what she just said, I, I'm feeding off of what Sarah just said. That's natural, though, that you run up the from the basement. I mean, that that's that's yeah. nothing. To, I, I, my kids do it. My wife, I do it, whatever. But I just don't think that there's a ghost. I just think that that's your brain influencing you to just run up there because but you've seen something. I think, but I felt it. You know what I mean? Like uh, I, I, I don't know, it. but but in any case, <laughs> what what do you guys think about people that are in there and they're saying I, I'm not I'm not get, getting I'm not getting this I I, I just don't see the, another shadow that you guys are mentioning I'm not you know how how do you guys uh, well I think some people don't not everybody experiences one the same thing mm-hmm. and two. You know, it does depend on how open you are. Like we had a really quiet, quiet group the other night. And, um, you know, so I think the more open people are, again, it is about, you know, if I walk up to you and I'm talking to you and you're not paying any attention to you, to me, what I'm saying, right. I'm going to walk away. Sure. Well, they're the same way. They're not going to hang out if... You know, you're not going to acknowledge them or Because that's whatever. part of it. They want the company. They, they want the want interaction. The so they if, want the interaction. So yeah. if we have a skeptic with us, is that going well, to, like, mm, hurt the experience? No. Or will the ghost be attracted to that? Or, or you're saying no, basically, if a skeptic's not it, paying it, attention to it, it's just going to. It depends on the ghost. Right. Okay. okay. Some of them, if you got a skeptic, they will just avoid them and go to the yeah. people who are paying attention. But I have taken people on tours and locations where we'll have a skeptic in the tour group. Yeah. And there's a few of them where the ghost likes skeptics. I agree They enjoy with that. making them believers. <laughs> well, that's what I would think. Yeah. If I were a ghost, I would want to, I would want to make a believer out of someone for yeah, sure. Not all of them care. Yeah, I know. So if you don't want to know I'm here, go away. Right. I'll but talk to we've these had people. people, too, where, like Gary said, oh, no, by the time they left there, they were a believer. Yeah. Now, uh, what do you guys think about uh, when someone brings in uh, – cards uh they bring a widgie board and all this stuff with that i mean isn't that bringing evil into the concept as well or what, what what's your call on that i mean well, uh, i think well, in we general don't do ouija boards no ouija boards i because uh, well, okay, i'll answer and then gary can answer uh, uh we don't do ouija boards because it's low magic 
It's what magic? It's low magic. Low magic. And you okay. don't know who you're really contacting. Okay. And so you could contact something really bad. Mm-hmm. So that's why we don't do that. Okay. And everybody has their own belief in them. I have played with a Ouija board. I have too. Nothing happened. Nothing happened after. So to me, you know, it's a game by Mattel. That's all. Well, my is. mom used to have one years ago, and my cousin Judy and I used to play with. I mean, we didn't think anything about that then, you know. Well, yeah. I, but I don't do it now. I'm going to say right. that, no, and I don't I'm, take it into the mansion either. No, I'm saying I played with a Ouija board as short a time as like eight years ago. Oh. And I was like, eh. And nothing happened? It, it's a board game. Yeah. It, and I was bored to death. <laughs> well, yeah. And then afterwards, I put it away. Nothing came around. You know, it's like, <laughs> It kind of freaked me out there, you know, Gary. You like we've used... Ca- I, I've done yeah. some stuff with... Uh, you have? Yeah, it, it, it was in college, and uh, I had my girlfriend. We, we just got done watching uh, some football late night, and I bought this. We It was like we bought it at, I think, Kmart. Right. And uh, we pull it out. I go, have you ever done anything like this? She goes, no. Nah, I, I, so this damn thing is just moving, and it's spelling out stuff, and I'm, I'm going, don't, don't you dare look down what what's what's i i'm skeptical of her because i i'm thinking she's putting the letters together and then we're just looking at each other and hold holding this damn triangle looking thing and and then spelling out it spelled out my kid i'm gonna have a kid with her and it's gonna uh the kid's going to be like six seven two two eighty to a football player for notre dame and then uh, I'm like, wow, this is damn cool. I'm going to have a football player. For the, we're going to get married. And, and then it started going circle. And I go, what are you doing? And she goes, I'm not doing anything. And and uh, and then she said something, uh, or, is someone here? And it went to yes. And and then it got a little creepy all of a sudden. And I go, that's, that's it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing this shit anymore. And I pulled out of there and uh, – then in the closet, something fell on uh, one of her old t- toys or one of her things that, uh, uh, what's those box things that you wind? Oh, like Jack in the Box. Yeah, yeah and, and yeah, yeah. that fell, and that a little a girl thing started dancing. In, 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 I, I said, I'm out of here. See, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm going back to my dorm room. Oh, like a, you're talking like a little jewelry box, like a the ballerina box. Yeah, the ballerina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, and that, that fell in the, the closet, yeah. and I, I got the hell out of it. I don't know. It, maybe, maybe Gary's right. Maybe it was just our minds that thought all this out. Or I, I don't know, but. But for the, each letter to pop up like that, and we had nothing to do with it. Well, that's just it. When I was using that Ouija board, the thing didn't move. Hmm. It did nothing. It just sat there. Maybe it was scared of you. Maybe it, it <laughs> no, honestly, right, maybe right. it knew. It's on to me. I yeah. do know that if I, when I'm catching ghosts, if I catch one that's, I know people can't see this, quotation marks, evil that I can drain them of their energy and kind of put well, them there. There you go. Well. I, I, I wouldn't want you to drain me if I'm no. one of these ghosts. So, you know. So it, I've, yeah, go ahead, Gary. No, I'm just saying I've caught some that were people around me were telling were nasty and evil and everything else. And by the time I was done with them, they're like, well, he's still there, but barely. I just kind of weaken them so they can't bother anybody. 
at any rate, that's why we don't use we don't use Luigi boards in the mansion because they are low magic. Mm-hmm. You know, we use dowsing rods. I know Gary does too. They're mm-hmm. they're tour groups. You know, we you can ask yes or no questions with the dowsing rods. Uh, people have used K two meters. Pendulums too. Pendulums, yeah. What about the when we were on your tour, Gary? We you somebody told us to download something on our phone. And I was a little skeptical of that. Is that real or is that goofy? Um, I did it. And when we were walking through the cemetery, it actually, it was saying some like, it said like, get out. You know how it only just gives like one or two, like get out and then like now, like turn That's that ghost ghost radar. I'm like, what? So I was so freaked Um, out by that and what it was saying that when, and then it would give us like a random name and we're walking through the cemetery and there's tombstones, you know, with names on them. So, you know, I don't know how the thing is made right i do know that if you read the description on it before you download it it says for entertainment right um and i don't see how they could turn your phone into an actual emf detector well exactly that's what i mean it was still fun so, it was but i was completely creeped out by it when it was over i'm like get this off my phone before i get to my is, house it is fun to play with <laughs> it, it was it with. was fun yeah. and it, i do know some ghost hunters that have been doing ghost hunting you know, Dale Kazmarek from Chicago, who have used this, and other other ghost hunters. Um, and there's some degree of accuracy. They've had some degree of accuracy. I don't know that they ever say, I mean, nothing's 100% right. ever. But um, I can tell you I was using it in my own house one time. And I was talking about George's dad. And so then I said, well, what's your name? And it said, George. And that is his dad's name. Well, <laughs> I, I went, know. Oh, okay. That's well. what, when we were walking in the cemetery. It said turn, and then a couple and around, and I'm like, oh shit! Like I was so scared. And, and you didn't. And right? I didn't turn around. I just kept on plugging forward. <laughs> yeah. So you know, again, it's it's a, I mean, like our dowsing rods ever 100 percent no, Actually, no. But they're a tool. They're all tools. <laughs> You know, so you have to kind of take that into consideration. But it's kind of cool because on the phone, like, it'll show, like, the colors, you know, if the if yeah, there's a spirit closer. I, I, I don't know how the hell something gets in my phone. I, if I want a weird <laughs> message, I, I get, get get some text messages from my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> but uh, has anyone nationally uh, been to your McPike mansion? Has, uh, has the, Is the world, do they know about your mansion? Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, it's been on several television shows, uh, World Scariest Places, Scariest Places on Earth, Real Scary Stories, Ghost Facts or Fiction. It's been on the Travel Channel, uh, Ghost Lab. Is that about it, Gary, I think? I think. What about any celebs? Have you had any celebs pop by? Uh, Demi Lovato. Really? How long ago was that? A couple years ago. No, just two years ago. Huh. Yeah, because she, well, they call them. They just said, there's a celebrity that wants to come. I didn't even know who it was. They didn't say who it was. So then they came, and we did a darkroom session. And so I have a picture with uh, an orb by her, actually. Oh, that's awesome. It's fun. always kind of a fun time. No, that's cool. Good experience? Yeah, very much so. Demi was wooed. Yeah. How do how does one uh, get a hold of you guys? You want to give out a plug on the... Uh, your place and phone number and how they could reach you and yeah, set if, up a tour. Now, if you're interested in going on a, a tour, mm-hmm. it's AltonHauntedTours.com. 
Uh, make reservations right there online. And That's we, A-L-T-O-N. Yeah, A-L-T-O-N, hauntedtours.com. And we just don't go to the McPike Mansion. You take oh, us no. all over the place. We take you all over the cool place. Too. And the part of the key to our uh, tour is that we have a different tour every year, with the exception of the McPike Mansion <laughs> is a permanent stop. <laughs> well, it needs to be. Is there a phone number that they can call? Yes, 618-462-3861. Okay. Okay, and our tours, it's just mcpikemansion.com. Again, you can register online. And we just do the McPike Mansion. I think our advantage is, you know, well, I don't know if I want to say advantage, but uh, we get to stay in the cellar longer. And, and that's what we're going to do, right? Yeah. We're going to oh, yeah. be in the cellar. Yeah, and we and uh, we do have Sandy Carbo, who's our Native American shaman, who help, you know teaches you basically how to be more in touch with the spirits and how to use the dowsing rods. I know, Gary, they do that, too, with the dowsing rods. But, um, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, we just do the McPike Mansion. I used to go on that their tour every year. I haven't done that for a while, but... Did yeah, that I mean, many times. The, the difference really. is that you know, if you go to Sharon's, you spend more time at the McPike. You go to ours, you go to the McPike. Yeah, it's showcasing and McPike. go other places. Right. It's like you're getting a taste of all but, the other. But places. we've had people come on our tours, get a taste of the McPike, and then go back and do well, Sharon's and, and that's spend exa- more time. That's exactly what we're doing. So I started with the tour with Gary and just got a taste, fell in love with the McPike, and that's when we started talking about possibly doing this. And I'll be doing the tour with you Friday with a bunch of that's friends, true. and then we'll, we'll be, be with you. Next well, Wednesday. actually, I was going to invite you to come on one of our tours before you did the radio show, actually. Fun. Uh, which we just have a tour Friday and Saturday night, which is the only two that are before the radio show. But, you know, it's just different. Uh, we give you the history of the house. We show you f- pictures of former residents and some of our ghost pictures. Again, Sandy's there. Um, it's about an hour and a half to two hours, you know, um, so... Has there been anyone that has freaked out totally and you're like, please, someone take this person (laughs) out of here? Um, We've had some that we've had to actually walk out with them. They couldn't stand to be in there. That's why with our tours, Mm -hmm. we have two. We have a tour guide and then there are two tour guide assistants that we like (coughs) to jokingly call trolley trolls. Um, well, we we travel around town on a trolley, right? So they hang out in the back, so they're trolley trolls. But what they Gary, are actually—that's quite the name. <laughs> yeah, what they are actually there for is to assist the tour guide in anything he needs. But also, you know, if we're in, we're in one of the locations, somebody just can't stand, or let's just say, skip the ghosts, they're just sick. They will escort them back to the trolley, make sure they're okay, or if they're in a haunted location. We've had people get dizzy. I was just going to say, I've heard out. of that. Like, people get ill sometimes right. from that. We take them out, mm-hmm. and our, our tour guide, that you know this working this year, he is also a registered nurse. Oh, well, there so you go. we'll take care of you. Make sure you don't get hurt. <laughs> That's good. Right. That's and, good. And I think for us, it's more of a claustrophobic type of thing, or maybe they feel that. bothered by the ghost. Maybe they're in uh, an empath you know, which means you're real sensitive to them. And so um, we have a monitor set up out in the hallway. So then Jerome would sit up. They can still see what's going on in the cellar, but uh, that type of thing. I do want to say that, um, you know, we always try to be very respectful of the McPike family 
because there are McPikes that live in town. And uh, so we try to be very respectful of them and their ancestors. Have really. they come to the mansion? A few of them have, yeah. And have has anything happened out of the norm when they've been in there since they are family? Um, I can't. I don't remember that exactly. So, no, I okay. would say not necessarily. Okay. Right. And we do sell product. I would say we do sell product and things like that, too. And and the money that we make from the tours goes back to the restoration of the house. That's really why we started the tours, so that we would have um, a way of... Oh, it's amazing. I mean, it's you're, just you're gorgeous. Probably, you're probably never in the black with this. You're constantly fixing that thing up. I mean, I, I know um, our house, I fix up, but... Something that old has got to be breaking down every year. Something pops up. Well, I mean, in 1998, the architectural assessment was 1.8 million to restore. That was in 1998. Mm-hmm. So at this point, we've probably done 200 thousand dollars worth of work, which is kind of a drop in the bucket, actually. But you know, um, so that's why we say we put all that money back. But in reality, you just have to go to the bank and borrow money. That's what you have to do. So in reality, most of that's out of our pocket, actually, and it is a labor of love, and we're proud of that, and we're proud of owning McPike Mansion. And I always say the nicest thing about owning McPike Mansion is meeting all the nice people, and that part right. is the truth. Well, And I, I've got to say, just from not an outsider, but not the owner of the McPike, what it looks like today compared to when I saw it when I first moved to Alton. Then it looked like it should be plowed in. I look at it, and then Sharon tells me about, you know, about her standing there at the auction and bidding on it. And my first question was, why? Because <laughs> <laughs> the condition it was, I mean, the porch is just hanging off of it with rotting wood. And, you know, and now, oh, my Lord, she has done so much to that house. It's The outside is just It's incredible. I mean, stunning. you pull up, and, yeah, it's really neat. Was there something in you, Sharon, that said, <laughs> I mean, maybe something that just said, buy it. It was uh, very impulsive. I want to say that. My <laughs> husband spent three months trying to talk me out of it, actually. He said, I'd rather lose $4,200 than $42,000. But um, I don't know. It was just very impulsive. I've just always liked old houses. Um, I think that's um, that that's my job is to repair the house and to have people back in it. Uh, when we didn't live next door, man and I used to drive by all the time and say, hi, house, love you, house. We were all sending it good vibes. You know, we just felt like it needed to have people back in it to be loved, to be That's taken awesome. care of, to You're be drawn healed. to it. Yeah. That's really cool. How's so, your hu- oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. How does your husband feel about the house? How does my husband? <laughs> He's fine. I mean, he's fine. <laughs> oh, come on. I don't think, no. uh, I think it's your love more than his no, from what I'm getting. That is well. something that's hard to judge. Sharon, talk, 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 talk. George is, hey, George, how you doing? Hello. Well, he's just a very <laughs> he's, low. He's, does he participate? He's low key. He's well, he's quiet. a very low key person. Will yeah. he be there with us or? Uh, he says he's the parking attendant. Uh, <laughs> which I he would is the parking too. attendant. <laughs> Also, but you know, I think he um, he really does love the house in his own way. Or we still wouldn't be there. We wouldn't still be there, I guess. Yeah. But um, and you know, he's had his own experiences. Um, you know, where like uh, I was gone shopping or something one day, and he 
saw these two ladies walking towards the house. He was in the kind of the back. And so he stood out of sight and he, in a couple minutes, he looked around, they were gone. So he went in the house to make sure they hadn't gotten in the house, even though he didn't hear anything. And so when I got home, we talked about that. And I said, well, how were they dressed and what they look like? And he said, well, actually, my sense is that they were Native Americans. So, and he's heard things too, like someone knocking on the window. I mean, he's had his own experiences. Hmm. Wow. But I think George really digs you. Or he would have been out of there. That part's true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's for sure on that one. Because if I married uh, a woman that bought something like that, I'd be like, I got, I got to roll. I, there's no way I'm going to stay in this <laughs> house. I, I, I get freaked out about stuff like that. But you know what? I'm glad uh, Sarah, uh, Sharon, I'm, Sarah got me on this. So this is going to <laughs> He's be. He's forgot very my name cool. already. <laughs> it's the ghost. Total it's the ghost. Ghost got in me. <laughs> But hey, guys, we are so excited about this. This is going to be October 19th in the October. October 19th, 19th. Right? yep, yes. October 19th, and, next uh, Wednesday, right? That's next Wednesday. And these great folks yep. are allowing us, our group, Private. about 10 to right. 15 of us, uh, not no more, maybe a little less than that. So uh, we're going to be there as long as we want. I, and we're going to make this like a one-part, two-part. It yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be on uh, our podcast show. So every night you guys could just – tune in one hour a night and uh you know what this is going to be really good and i awesome i I, i'm really excited about it and for our fans out there that love stuff like this this is going to be ideal for them as well i mean can you see them tuning in i can't wait for part three what what happened yeah Uh, it's gonna be great what happened to jano as he ran upstairs (laughs) and he peed all over himself but uh, yeah that's gonna be Really good stuff there. You know, just from what uh, Sarah said as w- a while ago, you were saying, for as long as we can take it. And then after listening to the conversation, right. Sharon, you ought to be able to go to bed about midnight. <laughs> They'll be gone. <laughs> you think we're scaredy cats? <laughs> a little. <laughs> a little. No, I want to see it. I want to experience it for sure. And how is the cellar? I mean, you said we're oh going to be at the God. cellar. The is cellar's... it going to be hot? Is it going to be, oh, no. what, what's oh. the weather like down there? Uh, it's, good, huh? Moist. <laughs> oh, don't we don't say that word. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Wet. we're gonna be, uh, so we'll be doing sell, seller in in what what going in the woods, right? Yes. Now woods. What's that all about? Is, is it part of the McPike uh, mansion there? Well, the, well there's what four, but there's four acres that the McPike sits on. Correct, Karen? Right. And. Um, you have some Native Americans running around the woods. You've got because you know, our thing is, of course, we want to do something different, right? And so well, we we don't want to get killed either, Sarah. Well, so, I, well, I, you know. and now the Native Americans, I am talking about spirits, not real ones, right? You know, as in going to scalp you. I think Gary over by that one area. I'll have to clear the pathway more. You know, over to the left. Uh-huh. So we're doing like cellar woods. What do you call that black room? What do you say? I think we'd probably do the cellar less, wouldn't we, and do everything before. I don't know how you guys do it. No, forget whatever I'm saying. I'm just going with whatever you guys got in mind. So whatever on that one. Leaving it up to you We're going to take you into the wine cellar. Yes. And it has these big rusty steel doors on it that creak very appropriately when you shut them. It's very Mm -hmm. dark. And we're going to put you guys in there. 
we're gonna lock you in. See, now, I told you. Now he, we got something here, Don't though. Listen. We're we're bringing Brian. <laughs> Don't listen to him. We're bringing All Brian. Right, we won't lock it. We're bringing Brian, our producer here, and uh, that's you, me. You can see Brian is a little big guy. He's uh, he's our big guy. He's our big bear. He's our muscle. Yeah, and uh, nothing could get inside of him, right? He can't get possessed and kill us all. I mean, look at this they, guy. They is, seem to believe that spirits can just possess people whenever I they think so if choose. they see you, well, they're going to attack Well, if they can us. attach. No. If they that can is attach. not the way it works. You know, touching you on the shoulder is one thing. Yeah, Possessing you is a nut, something else. Okay, right. there's, so there's yeah, no I've possession or anything like no. that? No, I've been touched in the cellar more okay. than once. I'm I'm sure there'll be some there's touching in one, the cellar. There's one guy that's not here with us right now. His name's Armand, and I'm really afraid if a po- if a ghost touches him, he may actually even get turned on. This guy is <laughs> this guy is a, a, a you'll you'll see Armand. He's, but um, yeah. one of those hard to explain ones, right? He'll probably count that as an Oh, for one of his sure numbers. he will. And we won't tell these guys about <laughs> for that. For sure he will. But hey folks, it's been uh, it's been a treat for us. Again, let's get give you guys another plug out and another shout because you guys uh I'm sure you're going to be busy all the way to Halloween. How can they find you guys? Okay, if, if you want to take a tour of a big portion of Alton, altonhauntedtours.com. 618-462-3861. And that is part of Sharon's uh, tour as well, or is there no, no, a different no. site that it's, Sharon's got? Yeah, they right. do. They do their tours and stop at our place, and then we do our tours. It's just um, McPikeMansion dot com and, phone and that's number McPike is McPike yeah Mansion dot com six one eight eight three zero two one seven nine. And if they, if somebody doesn't want to go on a tour, but maybe they are feeling compelled to help you out or to donate or anything like that obviously you accept donations financially obviously we will yeah hmm. so they just give you a call right uh, yes thank okay. you so much All that right. is excellent and folks we're going to be there and we can't wait to be there october 19th and it's been great having you guys on the show thank you and it wasn't thank as you. creepy as i thought the show was going to be i i really thought that uh we, you guys I, I mean you guys make these ghosts out to be like the partridge family or something you know and <laughs> I, and, and, We're normalizing and mind these. you, I want it like right. that when I get there. The problem is that, you know, when you've been doing it this long, you do become a little, oh, how should I put jaded? You know, you don't, nothing Desensitized. Yeah, thank you. That's better. Desensitize. You, nothing spooks you. We'll be spooked. You know, you walk in, you're having a full-blown apparition walk in front of you, and you just go, cool. <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> the way it yeah. affects you. Like, that is hi, cool. how you doing today? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So you know what, folks? Thank you very much for listening to our show. And one more thing out there, lineupmedia.fm. We've got some great shows out there. Sharon, Gary, if you're tired of li- talking about ghosts and all that, we got 30, 40 shows out there that we want you guys to listen to at lineupmedia.fm. We've got all sorts of shows from sports to just social, just people talking, just having a good time. So check out lineupmedia.fm. And after that... You know, Christmas is right around the corner. Check out our site at ochoman.com. Ochoman.com, you check out Amazon. Amazon, buy whatever you want. Christmas time, why? Go through the fight on Black Friday. You could shop everything on Amazon, and I'm sure you'll save a lot of money too. And we get a little love back. That's ochoman.com, and you can find it 
on the right-hand side of the middle page, Amazon. And if you don't want to go through all that, go to ochoman.com slash Amazon, and you can buy whatever you guys want on there from Amazon, and we get a little love back. So thank you very much, my friends. Thank you guys for being on the show, and we cannot wait to be at McPike Mansion here. From the Ocho Man and the crew, we are out of here. Over now. Because when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. Behind the eight Oh my life, that's where I've Ocho Man Behind the Eight Ball. Find the show online at OchoMan.com and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and all major podcast outlets. Join the conversation on Facebook and Twitter and get all of our podcasts now at lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.